This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I feel like I always try to give everything I have. I feel like I always try to, I think naturally just the urgency goes up because there's more energy around what we're doing and there's more energy on the field and everyone wants to come back and play in these games. And it's just kind of, there's more people that want to come to the games. There's more fans. There's a pep rally tomorrow, I guess. So there's just a lot of more excitement. There's fewer teams playing. There's you know more coverage and everyone's paying attention. So you got to feel it. You got to feel the urgency and you got to go out there and you got to get the job done. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, with you on a football Friday. we got a lot to touch on over the rest of the show. We'll start now with the Sunday games. The uh, voice there, of course, of Tom Brady, uh, quarterback of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Joe, it's interesting. I was thinking about this as we get into this game. One o'clock Sunday, Eagles, Patriots. Uh, I, I, Eagles, Bucks. The reason I have Patriots in my mind is I never, I never yeah. worried about the Patriots after a championship. Like there was like they were like a machine in terms of like sometimes team a team wins right, and then like it's hard for them to win again. Hangover. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I never worried about the Patriots because of Belichick and Brady's just like so singularly focused. And, and the Bucks had a good season. They won thirteen games, but. It's interesting, and it's beyond just this game. Obviously, they're favorites over the Eagles, but I, I don't. It's hard for me to imagine them repeating, and it's not because they're not good enough. It's just mm. hard to do it again. Like, how many non-Patriot repeats have we gotten? I mean, none, right? Since oh, it yeah, no, it's, it's been since early two thousand, right? Yeah, but I mean, it just non- doesn't happen. But only the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's been the, before that, it was the Cowboys and the Broncos, I guess, with Elway. But it's just, I wonder about them. I wonder if they've got, if Arians and then all, like, last year, like, they were on a mission. They had never won anything, that franchise. And Brady, like, took them on his back. Let's go win a title. We're champions now. Just wonder that about that group. Depends about your, uh, on your definition of dynasty, but the dynasties in the NFL seem to die in the 90s, if we're excluding the Patriots from this conversation. Right. That's why it's been so remarkable what Belichick uh, slash Brady were able to accomplish, and we've had that debate, which is it more? Well, it's both. That's the real answer. It's both. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look for a reaction out of someone, I'm sure some people have strong opinions on that. But, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's tough. But we, uh, we've talked so much about the parity in this league. They could be the last team standing in the end. Sure. Most are not expecting that to be the case, mostly because of the injuries that they've been dealing with. I would venture to say, as we wait on the final injury report coming this Friday, that it's been more positive for Tampa Bay than Philadelphia. We expected JPP, Barrett, Fournette, Dean, but they... We were here unlikely back early in the week, 
and it looks like that's the case now late in the week. But the Levante David one is key. And as we were just kind of parsing the words throughout the week, midweek it seemed like, okay, maybe not. But late in the week, you tell me, Joji, you were following all the reports. It seems like he has a better chance of going than not, right? Yeah, he's, he's out there. He's running around. Now he's in shorts, right? They're not hitting. It's, it's, it, who knows what it looks like full speed. But he's – obviously it's more of a chance than, than it was two days ago because he's on the practice field. Now on the other side of this – Yesterday, there was a video of Miles Sanders walking out to practice because the media these days doesn't really get to watch practice, right? They get to see him walk in, they say hi, and then they got to get out of there. Miles Sanders walked. Or whatever they see, they can't say. Right. Miles Sanders walked into practice yesterday with no visible wrap or brace or cast on his hand. And he he was holding his helmet. So, like, he needed to grip his helmet. So, that broken bone in his hand seems healed. Now, is it enough to play in this game and not fumble? I don't know. But I think he's going to play. Lane Johnson limited. Josh Wett did not practice on Thursday. So right? that's back-to-back days with an illness for him. And anytime I see illness, I wonder if COVID positive is coming next. They haven't put him on the COVID list, which means maybe it's just a non-COVID illness. But that's one to keep keep in mind. They need him. Um, he had seven and a half sacks, and it kind of came on in December. They need him. It would be a big loss if he was out of this game. Uh, my big concern, if uh, if you're backing Tampa, is that everybody in the world is going to be on that teaser. And why haven't the books put it into teaser protection? That is something we saw all season long. I'm hearing the public is more on Tampa Bay, but I'm not really buying into it because all I hear is Philadelphia. Maybe I'm in the sports betting bubble uh, with people looking at underdogs and looking for some value or just talking to you and hearing from other Odyssey people like Jake Galley. When Jake Galley comes in, that's when I know I need to run the other way. When he starts with the Philadelphia Eagles, the Sixers, GIFs, like it's it's a blowout the, the other way. Every <laughs> single – I'm telling you, this is undeniable. I have the receipts. We can go through it if we want. But when Jake Galley's like, oh, yeah, I love that Eagle survivor pick. Oh, damn it. My season's yeah, I'm, over. I'm, I'm removed. <laughs> I'm separating myself from Galley's picks. That, I'm doing that right now. Here's the biggest <laughs> biggest change in this week is the weather and what it's done to the gone to the total. Yeah. We were at 49 and a half. We have dropped four points on the total in three days. Mm-hmm. It's at 45 and a half. It could drop further. Now, Florida weather changes. Rainstorms don't last forever. That's it's kind of the way Florida is. The wind seems to be what everyone thinks is could sustain throughout this game. And we're talking about 20 to 30 mile an hour gusts that could ruin the kicking game. And that could certainly change the passing game when that would affect Tampa more, you would think. There's so many variables that we don't know about. And we've been talking about this weather for a number of days. People are betting into bad weather five, six days before we even get to the game. And that's why it's so important what you just brought up there about the weather possibly changing. Are the Eagles good? They had a lot of wins in the second half of the year. But they didn't face anybody. The schedule turned. So I don't know. I don't know how good they are. What about this matchup? Is the Tampa Bay Bucks rush defense as strong as we thought in the beginning of the season before injuries started to pile up? And now they're getting healthier. Their best players are going to be available for the most part. I don't know. Strength on strength. Who's going to win? Not sure. The rain is so big because the big mismatch that I take a look at in this contest is Brady with that passing offense against that Eagles pass D. And I, I thought it was pretty fascinating talking to Ed Fang yesterday. Uh, one thing that he points out in his numbers is he has the Eagles pass defense 28th in success rate, 28th against Tom Brady, a guy that makes it work. 
uh, with a number of players. And with Gronk, we talked about uh, that with Jill and, and the props. No, we talked about that in our prop section about how much we like uh, some of the Gronk right. props this weekend and it's plus money, plus money to score a touchdown. Joe G, I, I've gone back and forth. I've listened to all the arguments sitting here on Friday without knowing exactly what the forecast is going to be. I've just decided I'm laying it with Tampa Bay. All right. And you know I'm on the other side. I'll be on the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I'll be on the Eagles. It's money line. Two, before we move on to the next game, and, and one that I know we're both excited for, Cowboys-Niners. Two numbers I, I want to throw out there that I think are interesting for this matchup. So the success rate, uh, Ed's success rate when it comes to the Eagles' pass defense, mm-hmm. I, I'd be interested to know the kind of the, the formula for that. Because the one thing I think is interesting is they will allow completions, and they won't allow anyone to go over the top. They are number two in the NFL in explosive plays allowed on defense. The only team better than them is the Buffalo Bills. The only pat and the number one passing attack in explosive plays made are the Bucks. So this is like the two contrasting styles, right? The Bucks want to throw the ball down the field and make big plays. The Eagles don't want to give them up. The Eagles allowed this season, Joe, 9.6 yards for completion. You know what that means? They turned every quarterback into Ben Roethlisberger. Now, they played some bad ones. But they basically said, you can have everything underneath and nobody's going over the top. Now, some quarterbacks completed 80% of their passes because that's the way they play defense. It's interesting to see how this plays out on Sunday. The other nugget that I I think is interesting, I'm I'm actually, if you can guess this one. Both of these teams, Joe, have played 11 games since they met each other. 11 games since they played each other in week six. How many more points do you think Tampa Bay has scored over those 11 games than the Eagles? Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Last 11 games since they met. How many many more? Yeah, maybe 15. Nine. Okay. They've basically scored the same amount of points over the last 11 weeks. It's interesting. The offense is viewed as, as like... How can they keep up with the Bucks? 
They've scored a lot of points, the Eagles have. I mean, we're talking about a team. They've scored in the 30s to 40. Like, they've put up points. It's just a different and style. And both, both have had very soft schedules. Yeah, they play a lot of similar teams because the Eagles played yeah. the NFC South this year. So, it's interesting. Uh, I'm on the Eagles. All right, let's talk about the 49ers and the Cowboys. This number is sat at three all week. Zero movement. Like, we're just stuck on three. Dallas, obviously, the favorite at home. Total at 51 in this game. This is probably of all the um, of all the feelings I have in terms of who's going to win, who's going to cover. This is the one I acknowledge I have the I'm the least strong on. I could I, I've been on Dallas this week. I feel like Dallas is going to pull away and win this game and maybe make one less mistake. I'm not confident. I'm not confident. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, we are opposite on the Sunday games because I am on the San Francisco side. I'm on the uh, the underdog in this one. Do I feel great? No. No, I could. We could see a Cowboys blowout. I don't think we'll see a San Francisco blowout, but we could certainly see a Cowboys blowout at yeah. home, and, and the offense keeps on rolling there. Uh, the it's we've talked so much about Debo Samuel. I think for good reason this morning. I mean, you need him to have a monster performance. Trent Williams, he's saying that he's good to go. You have the big advantage with the head coaching and the offense versus defense uh, for San Francisco. Shanahan against McCarthy. Shanahan against Dan Quinn. Uh, the big question is, is Jimmy G going to turn the football over? And the Cowboys have been very opportunistic on defense. So um, a big question, is that going to continue? I, I just have a tough time buying into this Dallas offense like a lot of people are right now. They see those 50s. They, they see it, see them flying high right now, and they assume that it's going to continue. I would say slow down. Now, it's a good matchup for them, and that's why I, I'm looking at a lot of these this Dak stuff. Pass attempts should be through the roof. I, I know we expect them to to run the football. Just because Jerry Jones wants them to run the football doesn't mean it's the best move for this team. They should be passing, passing with Dak, attacking that Niners secondary, which is the weakness of that defense. But um, I, I expect the uh, the Niners to hang around. It's going to be a one possession game, and that's why I'm I'm taking San Francisco plus three. And I uh, agree with Gallant when he said that this number is not going to move. It is not. It's it. This has been rock solid all week. Both are very popular teams, and we're we're so used to oh the Cowboys that number is going to be inflated. It's going to be inflated. Well, it's not really inflated this week, and they had one of the best ATS records of the season um, this right. season. So, I'm rolling with San Francisco. This is going to be a great game. There's a reason it's the shortest point spread of the week. It's interesting with the 49ers because a lot of what you read and you kind of dive into is how good they've been since week whatever, right? They pick a line of demarcation. They had a tough start to their season. They've, they've turned it on. They've also sprinkled in some weird games. They have I don't know if it's Garoppolo. I don't know if it's Shanahan. The 49ers, and they're good. I mean, you look at their numbers. I mean, they're top 10 in a lot of categories. Don't they once in a while sprinkle in a game that makes you doubt them? Like They lost to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks were terrible this season. They, they lost the game to Colt McCoy. In, and this wasn't in September. This was in November. They were down 17 nothing last week in a do-or-die game. They just have these weird swings where it's like, I think Paul might have said it. Uh, I forget if it was on the air, off the air a couple of days ago. Does it feel with Jimmy Garoppolo? Like once in a while, he go, they go down the field. He looks like the best quarterback in the league. And then he'll throw a pass, and it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it was the two drives, the two two-minute drills at the end of that Rams game is, that encapsulates Jimmy G. They had no prayer 
on the first one. McVay gets the ball back, runs it three yeah. times, punts. And then somehow, like, with, I had zero faith, especially after just seeing that last drive, that they were going to go to – somehow they get down the field in what, 60 seconds, 90 seconds? How? It was unreal. Are the 49ers the Bills of the NFC? Where if it's all clicking, boom, they could go win the Super Bowl. That, that's the way I view them. Wild card, like they could, when it all works, they look great. Jimmy G just doesn't have that high level talent that Allen does. Not right, physical that's talent, like, but, he, but he plays at a high level. I mean, nine yards per attempt when he's, I, when he's on his I would See, I would comp their Rams. opponent, Dallas, oh. Dallas and Buffalo. Both it's funny. I think you could make week. the case for Cardinals. You could make the case for the Rams. Like if, if Cardinals are all clicking and that offense is going, if Stafford is good, Stafford, yeah, Dak. That's that's yeah, interesting. NFC has a lot of those teams. Yeah. that is interesting. Should Rams that scare and Cardinals. The or not? Does anybody think the Rams and or Cardinals are just going to turn it on right now? Tough to see. Which means one of them will. Yep. Well, one of them's in the <laughs> divisional round. I mean. They're right. there. Right. I mean, they have to. That's the way this works. One of them's going to have to go to the division. It's unfortunate. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. I, I, this is a t- was this the toughest game to call for you? I, I would yes. say Monday, Monday night was tougher. But, you know, what eases it a little bit there is you're getting more than a field goal. And this one being right. stuck at three makes it a little bit more challenging. It's almost like it's a, a fail safe. Like, I don't know what to do with Monday. Whatever. I'm getting the hook. Three and a half. I'll just take the Cardinals and, and live with it. This one's harder. I, I yep. you can make the case for either side. I, I have not. Every time you said something good about the Niners, I'm just sitting here saying like, yeah, I agree with that. Just who's gonna who's gonna win this game? This is a tough one. I, I I'm I'm gonna be way more on the props of this game than I am heavy on Dallas. You know, minus three because I don't feel very strongly about it. Yeah. Do you have any doubts about how good Dallas is? Six and zero in the division. So they won those games, and the Eagles won. They weren't trying the last one. So what are we talking about? They went what twelve and five. Twelve and five. Yeah, so seven and five division. outside. The, seven and five outside the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just saying like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a concern. It is, but yeah, when they play, when they're when they're clicking, and that de- and that defense is getting after the quarterback, and then Diggs making plays. They just make a lot of plays. They're not that good, but they make plays. They change games with big plays. That's who the Cowboys are. Joe O, Joe G, it is Beck UL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up, more on Wild Card Weekend. And Ed Egros of FanDuel will join us, top of the 11 a.m. Eastern hour, to talk all things NFL Wild Card Weekend right here on the Beck UL Network.